0: Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. Uh, this week we have a special guest, Nina Gaylord, who was the fourth colorist on Power Squared. Um, and we have just happy to have you back on the show. Actually, happy to be here. Yeah, we, had, you had been on a, uh, we had done some YouTube stuff with you before, but we haven't really talked since, since you left us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've gotten over it. So, we're going to make amends. No. So, uh, tell us a little bit about for people who don't know you. Tell us, us, like, have you always been into comic books or drawing? Uh,
1: Yeah, for the most part, like drawing pretty much all my life. And then when I found out about SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design, having uh, basically a comics major, I went to that. And so I've just been trying to do things in comics ever since.
0: Yeah. Did you have a favorite comic growing up?
1: Oh, that's tough. Well, oddly enough, I really liked the Archie comics growing up. Hmm. Those okay. were kind of like my first few ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's not bad. Yeah. It's been around for, <laughs> what, 75 years or something. Obviously, it has staying power.
2: Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I guess
0: they keep reinventing it as they go. Um, so that was your favorite. Uh, so yeah. The idea of going to Savannah College of Art and Design, is there a, do you have to like apply? I mean, you apply, but is there an audition or they look at your portfolio or how does that work?
1: Well, you could kind of get in without that. But I mean, of course, I did try to uh, have a portfolio, but I didn't really have a portfolio <laughs> at the time right out of high school. Right. So, but somehow I still made it in. It's luckily enough that helped me. Improved to actually have a portfolio now so yeah that worked out like that
0: (laughs) were there other colleges you thought of applying to or was it always just SCAD
1: uh I mean there was like Georgia Southern which wouldn't be my major at all or like Armstrong University which had art but like it wasn't specialized in what I wanted to do so SCAD was really the only like art college I ever really wanted to do
0: okay And is it that's a four year program? Yes. Okay. Um, Did you have a favorite class at SCAD?
1: Uh, My digital coloring class, which really got me into coloring comics and made me realize that, like, comics is a pipeline in a way where, like, you know, everyone has a specific role and you don't have to be the one doing everything. So if I could just do the coloring, I was happy to know that that's a thing I could do, basically.
0: Well good, and that was your favorite class, and that's what you did for us. Um, We've gotten a lot of our creative team people from SCAD. Uh, You -hmm. know, Rachel Wells, who's our current artist, and the two previous colorists, Lisa Richards and Paige Camburn, were also from SCAD. Uh, Just curious, did you know any of them while you were there? Uh, Rachel's the
1: only one that I probably have new seen in the hall or something because I think he's also a sequel major, mm-hmm. so I've probably seen her at one point. But the others, not, I don't, not really. Okay,
0: just just cares. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So it, Rachel said it's a fairly large school. Yes. Like, yeah, for
1: the most part, especially the Savannah campus. There's
0: a lot of people there. It's and you so you you like Savannah or?
1: Oh yeah I if I could I would like to go back to Savannah maybe not to stay for long but like a few months to a year maybe I just really like the downtown area and like the walkability
0: of it all that's a nice place to be. Right it's a smaller town right? Yeah I Uh, do better in
1: smaller towns.
0: Yeah Um, so how did you so let's get into you started uh to work on Power Squared. Uh how did you find out about the opening that we had? I know Paige uh was after what, the two issues, three issues was wanted to leave. Yeah. And she offered to help us find the new colorist, which ended up being you. But th- how did you find out about the opening?
1: Uh I think uh they posted uh something like something on one of the Facebook pages were scared. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend tell me about it. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I think I could do it. So I might as well give it a shot. So that's how I found it. (laughs) (laughs) Were you still at
0: school when you started working on it?
1: No, I had been out, I want to say, because that was 2018?
0: 17, I think.
1: 17? Okay, then yeah, I had been out probably for like a few months, I think. It wasn't too
0: long. So you worked on seven issues um, from uh, issues 6 through 12.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the Kirby Good and Evil, the Magical, and What's in the Name story arcs. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have a favorite issue or favorite story? or?
1: I really liked the issue 10 when Quincy was introduced. I thought like her powers were really cool with the Tetra... Chromatic vision? Yeah. Is that what the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's something I've never really seen or thought of before, so it was very interesting. And, like, um, I think that issue probably pushed me the most with coloring as well, with, like, you know, her vision and uh, a lot of fire and night scenes a lot. Yeah. So, it was, yeah, it pushed me a lot, so I really enjoyed that.
0: Okay. Um, did you, uh, did you learn anything from the experience of working on PowerSquare? Uh, mainly,
1: like, figuring out my process for coloring and then also, like, my own style in a way, uh, how I want to do lighting and uh, coloring some difficult things like explosions and fire <laughs> and, like, lighting for night and whatnot. Um, and just solidified how much I enjoyed coloring for comics. Whereas, like, okay, if I can find other jobs like this, then I would jump at the chance, basically. Yeah. Okay, good. Um,
0: Are you still following the story or the book?
1: I haven't yet. Well, I mean, because the only ones that have been out are the ones that I already did, so I kind of know, I guess,
0: some of that. (laughs) Where it's (laughs) going so far.
1: Maybe when the newer ones come out, then I'll I'll check those out, but yeah. Uh,
0: so this is sort of a we haven't really shown this to anybody, but since you worked on it,
2: yeah.
0: Issue twelve. If you can see oh. that, that's. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll eventually be coming out. So <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we're uh, we seem to work really far in advance, um, but yeah, that was end uh, into that story arc. Um, and you decided to to, to leave us, which we, we've gotten over now. But um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and it worked out. We we found uh, we found I think a really good. I, I don't want Julie to think we're <laughs> not happy with her. We're very happy with the current colors that we have, and it's nice that she's kind of local, so it kind of makes it a little easier. Um, so um, why? I, you you left for your own reasons. You want to tell people what they were?
1: Well, basically, uh, I wanted to see, I guess, what else I could do. Like, because honestly, at the time, I didn't have, like, any other offers or anything. I was just like, you know, I think, I think it's time I, like, try something else. And in a way, it worked out because, like, I did end up getting another coloring job, like, a little bit after that. And then other jobs as well with like children's book and whatnot Mm -hmm. so like it was definitely a leap of faith to try to do something new but i'm i'm glad it paid out and definitely like the experience of working with you guys definitely gave me the confidence to try other things so i think that also helped
0: with that that's fine and there's no hard feelings obviously um oh yeah I, I, i hope not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, we brought you back on the show. No. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you have your own company, Got Moxie? Yes. That you, you founded, I assume, right after you got a, out of college?
1: Yeah, my, my dad definitely pushed to, like, oh, if you're going to do freelance stuff, you should, like, have your own company to
0: work through. Okay. You know? Is that, the, that way you're LLC and all that? Yeah, basically. that's good. That's no, it's a smart move. Um, uh, and you just celebrate your uh, for LinkedIn your fourth anniversary.
1: Oh wow, so, I didn't even realize. Yeah. That.
0: Oh man. So, yeah. So LinkedIn keeps track. I don't know how accurate the start date is, but yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> you yeah. But anyway, congratulations on four years. Oh, um, thank you. Um. So. Um, you've also started an Etsy store. Yes. You want to tell us about that?
1: Uh, yeah, that started, I want to say also, like, around four years ago, uh, where I was already just, like, making stuff, so I was like, okay, I I should, uh, turn it into prints or make stickers and, like, see how that goes, and it was pretty slow, like, the first year of it, but then, like, i started making more stuff and like my friends started buying things from it too and like eventually it just you know it worked out i'll say (laughs) eventually but i'm still working on it and like adding more things and yeah
0: okay um and where would people find your etsy store uh it's called
1: got moxie designs on etsy and uh yeah i guess that's I okay, well, just, for that. just <laughs> that. want to give
0: you a plug where we can um, so uh, and you have on there are these things that you've created or is this a lot of times people take other people's art and tweak it and no. oh, this is all your stuff oh, no.
1: I'm just... yeah no I would never do that okay. <laughs> everything
0: I've drawn so, yeah. if, you, if you've ever been to a comic con it seems like a lot of the stuff people are selling is their version of you know
2: yeah.
0: superheroes and things like that so
1: just, well, yeah, I definitely, I do, like, fan art stuff where it's where I draw my version of a character. Like, I have, like, one for DC characters or
0: Doctor Who. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. i just, yeah, just asking. Um, you've published a couple of books. Yeah. Uh, Tala, kind of. the, well, through Kickstarter, I guess. Tala and the Droplets. Yes. And Housing Boy, idea. Summer Housing Boy.
1: Yes, the, the uh, Talia and the, and the Droplet one is my own that I did in um, in college, I started it, and so I just decided, oh, I'll just make it into an actual book and see how that goes, and so that was an interesting process, and then working on somebody else's book was also an interesting process, <laughs> but um, yeah, it gave me a lot of experience, that's for sure, and made made it- it's another thing that I like doing along with color and comics is making children's books.
0: Right. Uh, Okay. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Tala and the droplets? Yeah. That
2: one
1: is mainly dealing with um, like the water cycle in a fun type of way where it's this little girl that gets lost in a forest and she meets these droplets and like through meeting them, she learns about the water cycle with, you know, they, they evaporate and then like, They come back down, and like there's, anime not animated, but like little sunray sprites that I made as well for it, and uh, yeah, I thought I just thought it would be a cute way to like teach it without it being too
0: over the top about
1: being educational, but it is yeah, educational in a fun way. I'll say. Okay.
0: So have you thought about doing more books like that?
1: Uh. For myself, I still would have to think of an idea for it, but uh, I like working on other people's, uh, seeing what, making their stories come to life, basically. So yeah, I would I definitely would work on more.
0: Uh, so... oh. oh no. <laughs> 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 that's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, so you wanna tell us something about Summer Housing Boy?
1: Yeah, that one uh, I don't know, it's basically a boy going through his day during the summer, of like people he meet in, he meets in his neighborhood and like uh I guess that's kind of pretty much the, the bulk of it. It's just you meet people in the neighborhood like through his mom and like his sister and also going to the market and stuff and just him enjoying his day basically.
0: Where does the I guess the title come from summer housing boy
1: uh according to the author i think it's because uh oh, what did she say oh it's been a while since I talked to her about it well it, he lives in like uh those like a housing like how do i explain it it's like apartment housing in like in city areas uh-huh don't know the exact name for them
0: like, but housing project kind of a thing
1: yeah basically and so it's just it's during the summertime, and he's out of school so he's just living life i guess uh, okay i'm just
0: curious the title had i haven't read the book sorry to say um <laughs> so, so those were both crowdfunded right uh
1: the summer housing board one i don't think it was no that one wasn't crowdfunded. okay um yeah, There is another one that I'm working on now that was crowdfunded, but yeah. The Summer Boys Boy, she uh, just uh, funded herself, basically. Okay. So,
0: yeah, so you were there, if I recall you were working on another book with somebody, right?
1: Yeah, it's uh, through these people called For My Books. Uh, they're based in England? I, I don't know exactly where, but in the uk i think Uh um and yeah so i'm working with them to do one of four books with three other artists basically uh to make it yeah to make a children's book
0: okay so i mean it's uh, it's it's one book and there's four creative teams working on it or yeah
1: yeah it's basically yeah each artist has their own different book they're not really connected but it's just like under one company
0: is it the same author on all four?
1: No, different authors too.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you just you you applied and they assigned you to one of the books. So well, right? they
1: actually reached out to me about okay. it, and yeah, and then they once I agreed and everything, then they're like, okay, this is the one we're gonna match you up with, and yeah, just go from
0: there. Is that? Uh, I mean, I I don't know if you had if you knew the author of summer housing boy before, but is it, I mean, is it weird to work with somebody you've just, you know, here's the person you're going to work with kind of deal?
1: Um, not really, I guess, because I've, I've gotten used to that with like commissions and like other smaller freelance projects. So I realize you know, it's, it's a temporary thing just to, uh, get the project going and to get it
0: done. And so, you know, I've,
1: yeah, I don't really think about it, <laughs> so okay. I just work well with people
0: like that. Yeah. Well you obviously worked with us and you didn't know us from Adam, I guess <laughs> <laughs> when we started. Um, so uh did you going through we've gone through the Kickstarter process and there's a lot of like is it gonna is it gonna fund, is it gonna fund kind of worries? I mean, did you have that kind of experience? Or were you just confident it was gonna fund? Did uh,
1: well I'm always a little like uh, Cause I I recently did a Kickstarter as well for um some enamel pins I made and so there is that dread of like ah oh, is it gonna make it? If, uh, I'm gonna try to advertise as much as I can, but there's only so much I can do and like yeah, it can it's a little nerve wracking.
0: Right. Did they fund?
1: Uh, the
0: oh pins? the enamel pins I did.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah yeah they did.
0: Okay. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> um. So is Tala and the Droplets available still, or is it only, was it a Kickstarter and that's it? Oh, no,
1: it's still available. I have it on, on my uh, Etsy, actually. Okay. So and if people also are... with all the little things I made with it, like stickers and posters.
0: Okay, so it's still out there and available. That's good. I mean, sometimes Kickstarters, it's, that was your one chance to get it, and it's gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so... In looking at your resume, you've done some background work on Valentine's Academy.
1: Oh yeah, that's uh, it's a visual novel that someone asked me to just make some sketches for the demo they were doing for it okay. for their visual novel. Yeah.
0: It's a well, it said it was a visual novel, novel game.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: That sounds. I mean, do you can you tell us anything about that? It just, or is it you just did the work and that was.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, those types of games are, they're just, I guess it's mainly, like, they're reading and, like, you just make choices through it. Like, it's an interactive movie, almost. Uh, but, yeah, basically it requires just still backgrounds and, like, some people draw sprites and whatnot for it.
2: Yeah.
0: So you've, you've played, is that kind of a game you've played before?
2: Yeah, I've played visual novels.
0: Okay. Like an example?
2: Uh, well, I played, uh, The Silver Case, that was a unique, uh, kind of visual novel that uses a film window, which lets it do, kind of, which let, uh, Suda51 kind of do whatever he wanted to do with it, although a more traditional visual, style of visual novel that I'm familiar with is, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club
0: now is is uh, yeah. not being a much of an, I say, a game player but is, i mean do you make choices that change this how the story
2: goes or? yeah and visual, visual novels uh often have multiple routes okay uh so that encourage that encourages replayability because then there are multiple endings so then you explore dif- the different routes to get to different endings or each route can have their own multiple endings then you're like oh where did i Screw up here. How do I change what <laughs> I did here to get to this? And <laughs> okay. I saw a movie one time where the
0: audience would vote on like here's two choices, and you got to you know where the people would vote and they would choose whatever was the most popular, in the movie that that's where it would go, and then it comes another fork. Yeah. pick. They ended up basically. I, I sat through it more than once, and I think it came back to the same ending no matter what <laughs> did. But uh, it was kind of interesting. So, okay, just kind of, you know, everybody's up on everything. Right. <laughs> um, you've also gone to, I know, I know that uh, while you were working for us, you certainly did a convention. Have you done more of those?
1: Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, I was going to, in 2020, have two conventions to do. But, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: so, yeah. We, had, we had plans, too, that didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Got kind of lost. <laughs> a lost year. Yeah. Um. So how how was you? How was your one con then? What was it? How was that experience like for you?
1: Uh, it, it was pretty good. Like, uh, I actually really enjoyed the interactions I've had with people face to face when they see my art and ask me questions about it, and you know, just that in person interaction is definitely different from you know people just liking it online. Yeah. You know, Isn't.
0: That's cool. We I mean, enjoyed the face-to-face, and yeah. yeah. So, are you are you now that we're quasi back to normal? Are you planning on signing up for conventions this year or next, or are you still kind of?
1: I'm. I would consider maybe next year. Um, I don't think there's any this year I could see myself getting ready for, but. Maybe next year, like, maybe late next year, depending on how things go. Right. Uh,
0: We asked all our guests, how how has COVID affected you? uh,
1: (laughs) Besides they
0: can't go to conventions, I mean.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's been a lot, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. It definitely put a lot of things into perspective. And I had always been the type of person that didn't mind, like, not going out or, like, by myself but when I have, didn't have the choice to then it was like oh now I feel oh I don't like it now I feel trapped so, yeah so it was a lot of uh, soul searching I guess and realizing things well so, yeah it's been a lot
0: well at least you're doing something that you can kind of keep doing right Yeah, from, you can true. do it from home I mean, a lot of people don't have that opportunity uh, yeah
1: i very freelance
0: stuff so yeah you're also working on a webtoon edith
1: oh well i was working i it's been kind of on hiatus for a bit okay uh so i'm not sure when that's coming back i think they said maybe august but it's been a while since i've i've talked
0: to the creator okay uh do you want to tell us something about that webtoon
1: uh, it's, uh, it's called Edith. It's like a, I guess it's like a romance slice-of-life webcomic. So just following the life of this one girl and surviving adulthood and she's an artist, no, she's she's an author, yeah. Oh. She writes books and, like, um, yeah, just her, seeing her love life and, like, friendship stuff, yeah, just slice-of-life stuff, basically.
0: Um... How do, I mean, what's the kind of turnaround on that? If it's it's kind of a, it was weekly, right?
1: Uh yeah, it's a it's a pretty fast turnaround for quite a bit of work. So I had to like you know work around some things, make some shortcuts, but I think it definitely made me faster in that regard with coloring. So
0: what I mean, so how far ahead would you be working on that?
1: Uh. Well, it. But what do you mean by far? Well, I
0: mean, like, if you finished the work on Friday, would it be up on Monday? Or would it be a couple of Mondays? Or whenever that she posted? I'm not really sure when that went up. But I mean, oh, how...
1: yeah. It was pretty much, like, once I finished it, uh, maybe a day or two was then it was posted.
0: So it was a pretty quick turnaround.
1: Yeah. I mainly had maybe, like, sometimes, sometimes three days, sometimes five. To get things finished but
0: yeah so she was working kind of close to the close to her own deadline yeah, i think it? that's
1: the thing with, yeah that's the thing with a lot of webtoons i think they have pretty pretty close deadlines and sometimes they make cushions for themselves when they can but sometimes you know it they can't so i get it
0: but, is there anything besides that uh oh, that you're working on now
1: I'm sorry, what, sorry, is it is there any? I,
0: I was gonna say you're still working on, it, but you said you're not at the moment. Is there? A, are you working on anything else besides Edith or the books? Um,
1: other than the uh, children's book I mentioned uh, from the for my people, uh, nothing else. Well, I am. I was trying to work on my own visual novel game with a friend, but you know, it's a it's a slow process of like doing my own work in and also trying to do freelance work as well so you know that's a little slower along than than i had planned originally <laughs> but yeah
0: do you have any idea when your children's book will be coming out
2: uh
1: hopefully by november of this year maybe a little bit before but oh. november definitely
0: are you so are you done with what you were doing or are you still working Uh, not out? yet okay.
1: uh, yeah i'm still working on it. i'm still in like the Inking phases for pages and stuff, but I've gotten like thumbnails and stuff. Like the inking phase is definitely the hardest part for me. Once I know I get to coloring, then it'll go by a lot faster.
0: But yeah. How many pages are you doing for it? Just... Uh,
1: this one, it goes by like spreads. So uh, 10 spreads, but it, I think it'll total to like 20 pages. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you'll have to let us know when that comes out. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to follow you or reach out to you, how, how would you recommend they do that?
1: Uh, well, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm Nina K underscore sketch. And I'm pretty uh, active on those two things. Uh, if it's something, I guess, business related, it would be like Nina Gilliard at Outlook.com. But uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I could be found. <laughs> okay,
0: is there anything else you want to tell people about the work you do? Um, can't
1: think of anything specific.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you're you're open to like if somebody wants once a call rest, you'd be somebody they could contact that kind of stuff. You're open for oh, yeah. commissions and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: commissions. Uh, advice uh, I don't know I anything <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: all right well we appreciate you being on the show yes yeah thanks thanks again for being on. <laughs> it was nice to see you again it's been a while
1: yeah and likewise thank you so much for
0: inviting me on here no, I appreciate it no, I appreciate you you being available all right <laughs> so uh, until next week I'm David Hankins I'm Paul Hankins and you've been on the air with Power Squared <laughs>